On this episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, Anson and I dive into a topic that affects almost everyone on the planet, branding. I had the recent pleasure of attending Rakuten Optimism, a conference all about branding and marketing in the digital age. I got to check out some really great talks, capped off by a performance by Usher, whose personal brand has transcended through multiple decades. The whole thing had me feeling pretty inspired, so it led to us discussing our own experiences with branding through the years. As sneaker and streetwear enthusiasts, it's safe to say that we both have a good amount of first-hand experience with brands and how they've shaped our lives, fashion trends, and the impact they've had on the world over the years. We touched on brands that have come and gone and those who have retained their staying power throughout the years. Great branding can be an immensely powerful thing, invoking emotion and tugging on heartstrings, all in the quest to build a loyal following. We all have brands that we know and love, so perhaps this will spark an interest in learning more about what's behind some of those familiar logos and slogans. But before I go any further, let's just get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. going on good people you are tuned into the quality goods podcast once again i am chris Beatty, and i'm anson j and uh today we want to talk about something that is fresh in my mind and uh something that we all have experience with mm-hmm. and that is branding and i think sometimes you don't even realize you're experiencing it and it's right there yeah it's presence in all of our lives whether we like it or not you know we live in a capitalistic society it's hard to avoid brands you know, as much as you, you can give a branding, like you can make an effort to, you know, avoid brands, but yeah. sooner or but later you're going to run into a roadblock where you can In that same way, like not branded minimalism is a brand, you know, yeah. like that is, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's always something. Yeah. So especially it, these days. Yeah. But I kind of, we wouldn't even talk about this beforehand, but something that kind of leans towards like even before there's like this exchange of branding. It still was a brand. It was a crest, a shield, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. always a flag. So branding yeah. has kind of been Some around kind us. Of image mm-hmm. and uh, reputation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason that I wanted to get into branding today is I actually had the uh, recent opportunity to attend Rakuten Optimism, which is a big like digital marketing conference. It was only mm-hmm. one day. It was very cool though. I, you know, I'm not... In marketing uh, mm-hmm. for a profession, I mean, but we all are a recipient of marketing. You know, was it a, in the city or where was yeah, it? I was in San Francisco okay. at Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. All right, it was um, an all day thing. Huh? Yeah, just a one day thing. You mm-hmm. know, in the middle of the week, so yeah. it's not one of those like weekend conference. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I mean, business conferences are actually during yeah, the week. Usually. Yeah, it was a one day conference. Nice. It was a good size. It wasn't like multiple buildings, one auditorium mm-hmm. had a few, uh, satellite, uh, experiences, mm-hmm. you know, outside of that. And, uh, they also like kind of took over the street right in the civic center and put on okay. some cool events out there. All right. Um, but overall a really good experience. I didn't really know what to expect and, uh, saw some really good talks. Nice. And uh, got some knowledge and, uh, had some fun, you know, and they, they provided breakfast, lunch, dinner, and booze, yeah, we were, and snacks. Yeah, I was pretty excited when you told me that that that, that like you don't see it's that crazy. a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I've been to a, you know a 
a fair amount of conferences now. They even had some entertainment for you. Yeah, usually, yeah, usually they just provide coffee and whatnot. But yeah, this so was that's like, cool. Yeah, I, I was one day uh, thing. Yeah, bam, they keep hungry. you in there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, like you just mentioned, they even included some uh, after hours entertainment, a happy hour, and then a performance by Usher. Yeah, Usher Raymond. Yeah, talk about a brand, man. Yeah, a brand that has sustained for what, like twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like both of us got to see it from its beginning, so that's yeah. always cool. Like yeah, I had his very first you, album. Yeah, exactly. And you always kind of cheer for that person that you got to see grow. I mean, I'm sure that's how it is. Yeah, you hear that from yeah our parents or whatever. Yeah, and not like run into any controversy yeah, along the way. Uh, you know, he's managed to steer yeah. pretty clear of that. Exactly. I mean, he he put his confessions out about his things, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, he puts it out there exactly <laughs> oh, yeah uh performance strong dude's nice. 41 yeah i he was thought he was even gonna be songs. older than that when yeah. I was like, but i was like damn like but it's just a testament to how young he mm-hmm. started yep you know got discovered by like diddy back in the day so i know his it? mom was like actively trying to mm-hmm. get him out there she recognized the talent in her young son and mm-hmm. nice yeah I mean, his first album album. but yeah i mean if we're talking about branding, a strong personal brand. He goes yeah. by his first name only, you know, Usher. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool too. Like they recognize, man, that's a different enough name that you can, yeah, you can lay it on there. Let's not, you know. Yeah, and Rakuten, they're also a brand, you know, and this is kind of like them getting their brand out there. Mm-hmm. Like they they have been slowly buying up products. They offer a lot of different products. I didn't yeah. even know this. I'm not trying to be a poster boy over here for yeah. Rakuten, but I, I was just... I didn't know that they yeah, even I had all this about going on before like the warriors, even, yeah. you know, like seeing all their Big branding company. Yeah. Diverse exactly. portfolio of products. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're able to put your logo on an NBA, yeah, yeah, t- like then you know that they've yeah, been like doing said, some the good warriors. Business. Yeah, exactly. Like that's kind of like our like indication that it's like, Oh, this is a brand that's coming up. Like yeah. they're sponsoring one of the biggest the teams biggest, in the NBA exactly. right now. Yeah. And they're putting on good events apparently. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. And the other thing that really kind of struck me uh, like the, for their corporate culture, they just put on like Marie Kondo as their, uh, I don't know, I don't know if they called her like the ambassador of joy like or something like that. And I was like, mm. wow, like this is, that's kind of the culture that I'd like, you know, just <laughs> yeah. trying to keep things organized and tidy and Man, it makes such a clear minded. Yeah, you know? it does. It helps. Yeah. Those, her principles don't just apply to your personal life you know yeah. that you, if you can take those principles and apply them to your profession as mm-hmm. well then well and that's like they they saw how strong her branding is yeah. so when you want to bring someone in you say oh we're here to organize them like they brought in the person known for it so that's a perfect yeah it's a good way to get your team behind it rally behind it yeah so they they uh got their brand out there in front of me uh, mm-hmm. a lot more and I'm, I'm sure a lot of other people as well like mm-hmm. i'm sure there was some attendees that I'd never heard of Rakuten mm-hmm. before. Yeah, I'd definitely. only used one of their apps before called uh, Slice. Mm, I I it's like a any. purchase uh, tracking app. It's mm. actually kind of cool. Like you, you link it. You can. Link, I think you can link your Amazon account, okay. and you can link your email inbox, and they'll just scan for All purchase re- receipts. receipts yeah. There's tracking numbers. They'll track your package, mm. and. Yeah, um, so let you know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they check prices and stuff like that. Yeah. The price goes down or something. I know. I don't know why I don't do that more. I've t- I've heard about multiple ones like that. Yeah, this is a very good one. Yeah. yeah, it's it's got all your purchase information, like payment information, like your yeah. receipt. Your, it's got your digital receipt all yeah. in one place, basically storage nice. for receipts. So pretty pretty cool app. Mm-hmm. I don't like use it to its fullest, but yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. But 
Um, well, we're talking about branding. Why don't we just kind of talk about what branding really is, mm-hmm. like the bare bones. Yeah. And, you know, I think if we're going to slap a definition on branding, I'd say somewhere along the lines of like an image and a message uh, kind of with a reputation behind it mm-hmm. and or a slogan, you know, like uh, most often or more often than not brands have a logo and a slogan and all their messaging, you know, all their advertising or marketing is going to try to convey that message in one way or another. They want to be associated with certain things. So yeah, they make their brand look a certain way, the colors, the, yeah, like you said, the motto, the slogan. And yeah, cause that's, that's ideally what you want is when you think of whatever service or whatever that's the name that you want to have to come up you know so yeah all those choices are deliberate you know they're Mm -hmm. they're trying to capture a particular emotion or a certain demographic something that Mm -hmm. can relate to whatever consumer segment that Mm -hmm. they're trying to reach and it actually kind of reminds me i've been watching uh what is that show on Netflix abstract mm-hmm. and the newer season. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that yet. Yeah. Ian Spalter, you know, a, a super, uh, influential designer in the, the digital space. You know, he, he basically uh, rebranded Instagram and like changed the whole aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know? And in that process, if you watch that episode, you'll see that he took, a few months of iteration between, you know, you look at a logo of a company and it's just like a little box, you know, mm-hmm. if we're talking about apps here. Cause yeah. you know, every app is basically just it's a logo, a little square, a little yep. square logo. Mm-hmm. And you know, while it seems so simple, like there is so much thought that goes into the way it looks, the mm-hmm. color, the certain angles, placement of different objects, in that that yeah. small a little bit of real estate mm-hmm. it's all deliberate i mean it's important like you gotta know where to find it when you need it How, like it even i mean you want it to match your aesthetic like i definitely don't try to put like matching icons near each other so then you got to be the brand that you want on the front page of your of your screen or whatever and yeah it makes sense you know in the digital age it's super important because distribution is just immediate and international basically you're reaching you can reach any market mm-hmm. through uh targeting you know yeah targeted ads and it's actually cool because i i saw one of the speakers at rakuten uh, gopi kalayu he is uh, the chief evangelist of brand marketing at google and mm. he actually showed the power of uh how brands can reach their consumers uh, mm. through invoking different emotions. You know, like mm-hmm. he showed a really cool Clinique campaign about how this old brand was uh, using YouTube for mm-hmm. uh, making a resurgence and tapping into a new younger generation. Yeah. And he also uh, showed the power of social media marketing and uh, the use of hashtags. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. Nike campaign, so they already have a have, huge yeah. consumer segment yeah. already. They already have a hu- international audience, but uh, he through the use of social media, they use mm-hmm. hashtags to get participation from their consumers yeah. and market themselves to themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's super important. Like you said, even with knowing it was Nike, they still did not want to skip that step of the importance of the hashtag in, you know, how we deliver our messages these days. So, 
Yeah. And that's, that is branding these days. Mm -hmm. Hashtags. Yeah, for sure. Leveraging hashtags to reach uh, your audience. Yeah, different community. Yeah, exactly. Those different hits. Because I definitely, after I'll tag whatever I tag, I'll go look at that tag every once in a while and see who, like, wow, I wouldn't have used it for that, first of all, sometimes. Yeah, you you can subscribe to hashtags mm -hmm, and watch that feed. Exactly. I I do subscribe to a few, not, not like... Any of many, the popular other, ones, because yeah. then your feed's oh, just yeah. gonna be because the people are just putting any image <laughs> using that hashtag. Yeah, that's the only thing that sucks is I get why you guys are doing it, but it floods it with stuff that's not relevant. Yeah, and when I talk about a brand like Clinique, for instance, mm-hmm. they were a brand that was around before social media. Yeah, so it's really interesting to see the transition uh, of companies that were successfully able to make those uh, moves, transitions yeah. to digital. Yeah. from before social media. Well, yeah, I mean, it's important, man. Like, it's not going to go anywhere. You know, there's always, I think, going to be that traditional, like, mystique of certain things they, they want to do and keep that audience. But, yeah, like, you want to grow with the world and technology is the, the thing right now, you know? Like, so. Yeah. It's only going to get crazier. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. How do you deliver it in, you know, it used to be how do you deliver it in two minutes during a half an hour show. Now it's how do you do it in 10 seconds sometimes <laughs> in five think? seconds, yeah. you know, like they make 30 second YouTube ads, but they really only think about the first five to really sink yeah, you in. That's you know? a, the only, you know, you got to engage them right away. Yeah. If they're not, then skip. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the ones when you get, you know, the ones on your ads for when you're playing games, whatever, I, I definitely think about those guys when I need something, you know, and then there's of course you know the algorithms and putting things yeah. on my feed but yeah and there's definitely invasive uh, advertising oh, which yeah. kind of does the the anti-branding yeah. you know it's like i don't want to associate with your yeah. brand because you're right there in my face yeah, don't tell me. me yeah exactly don't tell me what i like, like. they say any press is is good press but sometimes yeah. I don't, when it comes to branding that can be a deterrent you know mm-hmm. yeah because i think that's it kind of depends on the kind of person you are you know and that's i think with us like you said maybe you don't have like the like um career background like marketing but we we're we're involved with it we like it yeah. we're fans of good marketing oh, you know good product obviously quality product is something that we look for yeah and quality is something that's associated with a brand like exactly. uh, when a brand is trying to create loyalists mm-hmm quality is huge yeah this is my first interaction with you this is what i do yeah my first impression the first impression matters and Mm -hmm. if you're not producing quality products yeah and even you know there's even the ones that lean on the fact that yeah we're kind of a hole in the wall kind of place and that's their aesthetic too brand exactly and that's fine but that's the thing like know what you what you want to do and make sure your product matches that name make sure you're genuine to that message you know just like like you said the what message are you trying to convey to your consumers i mean you hear that phrase all the time like oh this is very on brand for you or off brand for you it is important (laughs) because yeah like if you come out of nowhere with something if you execute it right then people are gonna be like oh that was great but if not they're like okay that, <laughs> why did you think that hard. you should exactly. reach it, you know don't don't yeah. do that exactly something such a such a fine line between some bold and something dumb that you did to <laughs> raise your brand up to the next level so i mean yeah quality is everything like what's like one of the first brands that you found yourself being loyal to because of the quality or because of something that uh, meaningful to you mm-hmm. you know funny enough even like something as small as like the rice right like rice was hell oh, yeah. in, our, in our in our families yeah, right Filipino so, culture yeah huge. so like 
I'm always looking for the brand that we use. You know, whatever that may be for you. But what, what brand? What brand? Um, is it? probably Calrose is one of oh, them. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. It, like now, I've definitely ventured out. Like, yeah. <laughs> but at the but time, yeah, when, when you're, you're a kid, kid, when you know nothing better, you get what's at the house. You know, <laughs> and um, yeah. So that was probably like yeah, just yeah. I was just trying to think of like brands in my head that I associate for my childhood, and that was definitely one of those. And of course, like even McDonald's, like I knew as a kid that wasn't bad, but it was like the treat and the time. You know, so yeah, like. You just always see the, and it was super easy to find a red and yellow yeah. big ass and sign. I'm pretty somewhere. sure that's one of the most recognizable brands in the world. Exactly. Right? So. If not, I don't know. It might be the most. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Between, the, I would say like that, Nike and Coca Cola. Yeah, I don't know, Disney. Be, yeah, and, and I think I knew the food wasn't great, but also like what it comes with a toy. There's a place to play. Like that's quality. <laughs> yeah, as that's a kid, on brand you know? too. That's yeah. their brand. You know exactly. Like, There's a clown. Is the main guy. Yeah. You better have fun if you. Yeah. <laughs> And imagine that taking on the taking on the weight of like people that don't like clowns and like still being the biggest you know, brand. Maybe that's dude. why they had multiple characters. They're like, oh They're shit, like, we yes. gotta, yep. we need someone else to interact with this clown. Yeah, we need somebody to sense. represent everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. If you like purple, yeah, if you big, like big purple dudes, <laughs> yeah, then we got you covered. You like, you know, burglars. We got. <laughs> what about you? What uh, what stands out to you? Like the first, you know, for me, quality. I think it would have to be someone like. Sony, because mm. uh, when I was a kid, I had a I had a disc man. Yep, and then yep. I, you know, when I was problem. yeah, when I graduated to middle school, I had the disc man. Oh wait, no wait, I said the disc man. I had the Walkman first. Yeah, Whoops. yeah, I had a Walkman yep. first, like set player. Tapes. You know, oh, yeah. bumping tapes. Yeah, Queen's greatest hits first first cassette I ever owned. That's crazy. That's yeah. a, that's a good pick for. Uh, oh yeah, no, for I'm, a young, yeah. I'm proud that that was my first. Yeah, yeah, cassette. No, I, yeah. Like it could have been a lot worse. You know. It's, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, it could have been. Yeah. Something yeah, hella trendy or whatever. Oh yeah, I got I got a great one. Yeah. So Queen's greatest hits on Sony Walkman tape. Yeah, Wear graduated to the Discman in middle mm-hmm. school. Yeah, PlayStation came along. Got to get the anti PlayStation. Yeah, I had the, yeah, I stayed loyal to PlayStation since yeah. the beginning. Yeah, uh, I haven't Sony. Yeah, like I'll play other systems. Yeah. I think I had a GameCube, but I had a PlayStation too. Yeah, I had too. a GameCube as well. But, yeah, but I, Nintendo, I, could, I could Nintendo, never go to Xbox. I can yeah. never do it. Yeah, we never. <laughs> yeah, like, that controller is just too big for me, yeah, man. I'm not not a fan. Yeah, but Nintendo. That's another brand that we're talking about. I feel like there's space for whoever and Nintendo. Yeah, like, that's kind of like the McDonald's thing, though. Like Nintendo's just a fun thing. That's what they do. Like we have our own. Yeah, we have our own thing. Yeah, we, we just kind of. You're not you our come competition. Here for that. We're our own competition. Exactly. So, yeah, and then uh, I got my first Nike. like laptop was a Sony laptop, mm, big oh, well. ass 17 yeah, inch nice. Sony Vio. Yeah, but before like, I oh the Vio, yeah, yeah, before I knew about uh, you know Mac OS, yeah. before I was like really yeah. Into but that's it. what you're gonna go with with a brand that a brand didn't let you down in other ways. Quality, yeah. Always quality products yeah, and always one. on the cutting edge of technology. Oh, mm. I left one out too. I had a, I had the Sony Mini Disc Player for mm, a second. Damn. Like when, the, like when the MP3s were oh, on the rise. Yeah. yeah, I had a Mini Disc Player. That thing was sick. I yeah. loved it. The, I mean, it just it was a shame that Mini Discs they could hold a little bit more than a CD, maybe yeah. like double. Yeah. the capacity of a CD, but that was it. But I, it was cool. Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. More I really compact, yeah. didn't skip as much and. It was, their devices were just very cool ahead of yeah. their time, I would say. Yeah, I went away from like the portable music for a while just because I, I things kept changing so much from the CD yeah, to those discs, once you it know. Hit MP3. Yeah, then I was like trying to, and I just kind of waited that out, and then and then <laughs> yeah, I one until one rest of the occasion. Yeah, the, the exactly. iPod, yeah, another the iPod, strong yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I, I, yeah, I mean, Apple was around, but it wasn't definitely, I don't think, as thought of yet when we were younger. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and then they made these. Yeah, yeah, Apple was it was it was out there. It was like, out they, there. They've always had a strong brand. Yeah, like, I think, but I, don't, think it, can... I mean, it wasn't in your face the way it was like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? You I know. think the first time, well, 
I was exposed to Apple early because I in elementary school we had like a Mac lab. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I used Apple computers a lot. But yeah, yeah. Windows was definitely the dominant system mm-hmm. still. Yeah, yeah, we had Apple at school and high school, but not, not yeah. younger than that. It wasn't until Apple uh, got invaded our everyday lives with uh, portable devices that it really became the power house, mm-hmm. you know? Like once it once we got iPhones and... I mean, iPods yeah. were kind of changed it too. Yeah, like they, uh, yeah that was they like did the, the video. stepping stone. Yeah, they did the video for a little while yeah. trying to test that out. Yeah, and even that, I think I just wrote... I, had, I may have had one iPod because someone got a newer one and I just got theirs. Yeah. And then I just waited for the phones to yeah. do music. But I want to say I had at least three different versions of the iPod. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we saw had, it coming with the yeah. touchscreens and all that. Like we saw where, and then the phones, you know, they just meshed them together. Yeah, storage capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think of other brands that might, but yeah, those definitely were the ones that rose through the 2000s for sure. And I think there's, I mean, and then another thing is like, just like uh, actors and stuff like that. And actresses, like, I'm going to watch someone's movie because they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, if Tom Hanks is doing something, I'm watching it probably, yeah. you know, because yeah, he, he grew up brand, whole, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, it goes so much more than just, yeah, maybe the particular like product you're getting. But well, yeah, that. Yeah, I think that also lends itself to reputation because mm-hmm. that's kind of like a brand is yeah. in large part a reputation. Definitely. definitely. And that's why you got to be careful with the moves you make is because they expect you to yes. perform a certain way. Yeah. And when you, you veer from that, expectations. it's. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Once you have developed your brand and people know what your brand is and what it stands for and how it is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be consistent. Yeah, they're going to keep on your toes. I'm like, hey, that doesn't really seem right. Or, you know, well, that's something like in and out. Um, you know, in and out's mm-hmm. great. I don't, you know, in and out over uh, Shake Shack, Whataburger, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in and out, it's a consistent brand. No matter where you go have in and out, it's going to taste the same as the, yeah. the last one that you went to, no matter where mm-hmm. you are. So, I mean, that's the same thing with McDonald's, too, yeah. I guess. But, you know, I mean, but even that, they veer more too. Like when they're in a different market, uh, they yeah. have different product. You know, In and Out is the same. Yeah, In and Out's the same ingredients yeah, and everything. McDonald's, you know? I, you know, I I do respect that quite a bit about their brand. In yeah. their different markets around the world, they adapt their product mm-hmm. and yeah, they, they know. Yeah, they gotta keep the keep the pulse, on, st- the pulse yeah. on the streets. But they man. still provide that fast, mm-hmm. and you know about you know the quality level to expect. Yeah. from McDonald's, you know it's not the worst. Mm-hmm. It's might be high in sodium and yeah. a bunch of other but it's you know but it's, it's processed but, it's, but like you said it's a great thing too because then i mean I, I don't really do mcdonald's anymore yeah, but nor, when i was a fan of it if i was in another country it was my go-to not only i, I would usually skip something like that but knowing that you could get something from Different. there they yeah. would make you want to go to it you know because of course i'm like i yeah. want to try a local a unique food. product exactly but they offer a local thing so that's genius right there too like i wonder what the toys are like you know when i was a kid that would be crazy he gets a one of that like international <laughs> toys you know man what yeah. do they put in in them now? I I remember like my niece and nephew probably like some puzzles and stuff like that. Yeah, a few electronics. But I'm trying to. I wonder what's like big. Yeah, oh yeah, some like new digital touch. Yeah, I wonder if it's still like, just straight up yeah, toys. Or, yeah, how much they high tech toys. A, a, a app that could they like, read the QR code and shit. I'm like, oh man, that'd be good. Yeah, I think there's a McDonald's in like Japan or something where it's like it's only the only one. Mm. And it's like this super high end McDonald's, but you can get products from like all over the world there. Like they have like yeah, all of them there. I, have, oh, that'd be crazy. And they have some like really high end products that mm. you can get like 
basically it's just kind of like R&D stuff like oh yeah. look what we can do and put the McDonald's brand yeah. on yeah and they know like this is gonna work everywhere we just want a fun yeah. thing for you to try it if you're yeah. here you know we just like, want to we just want to let you know what we're capable of yeah. you know that makes sense to do Japan they're always you know they're ahead of those kind of things so they'll be willing to try out the new yeah another reason why I think we can you know really talk about brand is because both you and I were are, were and are still mm-hmm. really into like uh, street fashion and yeah. uh, you know they used to call it urban wear but exactly but everything evolved with yeah. that whole culture yeah because yeah. it's, it's a certain sound it's a certain aesthetic yeah yeah and we've always been pretty strong advocates mm-hmm. of that lane yeah I know when I first started uh, rocking street wear and stuff probably early middle school I, I got into brands like Sean John, mm-hmm. Fat Farm, Echo was a huge one for me. Yeah, that's probably out of those three. I probably did Echo more. Yeah, more so. Um, yeah, that was a big one. I mean, of course, yeah, Fubu yeah. was around. Yeah. Mecca, I rocked Mecca denim yeah. all day. Fubu, shout out to Damon John, mm-hmm. also the keynote speaker of that mm-hmm. Rakuten Optimism. Nice. Very cool to see Damon speak. Yeah. I, I've read one of his and books. And once again, moving all around, doing different things. Yeah. And yeah, just associate with a good name. And really, like, that's not the like now of course because he does all these different ventures you would think of him more so but at Fubu he wasn't you know it wasn't looked at like that but now he brings oh. his own name on top of that he's and that's a, just part he's of the king his. of branding like yeah exactly first hand experience and throughout decades man that's great yeah th- yeah still going strong like mm-hmm. Fubu is not really around yeah but he has he branched out yeah and now he's on TV but now he, does he killed it with Fubu it's like yeah. Yeah. It's hard to think back and remember like how yeah. big of a cultural phenomenon he, he penetrated so many markets yeah. and like the the funny some of the funny things he showed in his keynote speech was he got NSYNC Rock and Fubu because they all like I guess NSYNC had approached like tons of different streetwear brands and wanted to like and everyone just like that yeah. and everyone was like nah and then like because you know just a bunch of like five yeah, white boys yeah they're, yeah, yeah. And, they're and, like, like oh, we don't want to you know, be streetwear associated brands with can't that. be associated with that and then yeah. like uh, Damon, like they approached Damon, he's like, "Man, I, I just can't because like you guys look like your music is about to be real corny." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like he saw, you know, he saw Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And his personal brand was yeah. strong enough that like, oh, Justin Timberlake, Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. You could be the one that wears yeah. it. You know, like yeah. yeah and exactly. then they just he he uh, had them all rocking mm-hmm. Fubu jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the branding there. I mean, boy bands. That's a whole other thing. Getting the right, like, oh, you're this person in this band. You know, like the, <laughs> the guy that the architect for all those. You know, it's like, dude. Yeah, you got to have the the one dude who's not so good looking. Yeah. Just like the one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The bad boy. Yeah. The fashion the, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like the sports dude. Whatever. Yeah. Man. Kind of like the one main lead singer and then the other one who's like a co-main, yeah. you know? That's one thing I liked about uh, the Spice Girls. Were like, they straight up said it. Like, oh, I'm the sporty one. You know what I'm saying? They didn't like make you <laughs> guess. They just literally just yeah, called like, the yeah. names. Like, fuck it. Straight we're just going to embrace it. Yeah, like, we're, we are the the cookie cutter girl yeah, and, group. And, and exactly. And that could come off really corny, but they were huge. So they, they found, Yeah, so they just owned it. And Yeah, that is, yeah. That is another huge brand yeah dude yeah like, now that we're talking about the, ch- i'm thinking back to yeah, oh, it was yeah. Big. my sister was yeah. big into and that, yeah know? like so. the same way we, we were all exposed yeah to like, it. exactly like we uh like certain brands of course because we were pretty heavy into hip-hop too so that's it the balance the street wear we would wear but yeah spice girls changed how women were dressing how girls were oh, dressing yeah, yeah and and sure like be wild dude and, yeah and, and you had whoever you thought you dressed yeah, kind of more exactly. like you could pick your person yeah yeah something for everyone yeah 
I'd probably be more sporty spice. Not that I'm sporty, <laughs> but more that I wore athletic wear. <laughs> that would be the one I lean towards. Yeah. No, oh it, man. With fashion and namely streetwear, I'd say it's it's really hard to yeah, sustain that oh, brand over sure. the years. We, I mean, we've seen tons of brands oh, come yeah. and go and have very great few. runs. Yeah, very great few, runs. yeah, have great runs, yeah. but still, just yeah, just there's a time where that. Mm-hmm. like message or that lifestyle that you're yeah. trying to convey just is irrelevant. And then when you try to adapt to what's going on at the times, it just doesn't yeah. work. And it's, yeah. it's just the nature of yeah. I mean, the I think, world you know, works. the reason why before I think, um, you know, there was only a few brands out cause obviously to get the product made, to get your name out there, you had to be in these certain markets. But like at first when we, well, I don't know if it was the same for you, but for me, you know, you lean towards the, the say the New York brands at first with oh, yeah. the, the fashion because yeah. they had everything, mm-hmm. but it wasn't functional for the way we dressed in yeah. California. Yeah. And that's what started changing it is when you're like, man, I, I'm not, I can't wear Tim's like that all the time. <laughs> no, like it's no, not, no. There's no reason to, there's no snow or dirt that I got to get through, you know? So vans worked, you know, or yeah. like runners, you know, we could do those more any time of the year, pretty much. So oh, I'm so glad that runners got like way more yeah. casual looking mm-hmm. and like now you can wear yep. because yeah, like, cause that's more, much more of a seventies, eighties things where that to be futuristic, you have to look futuristic as well, you know? And then in the nineties, we started going back to like, well, we can have the technology of it, but Sty- you know like stylistically we can keep it a little more basic so it's cool to see all those little transitions and then like when those things make a comeback you know the 80s always comes back oh, yeah i mean 90s coming back there's brands that have uh, come and gone in, in yep. streetwear like stucy exactly. like yep. I, I remember wearing that in elementary school yeah. went away for a while came, came back, back when i was probably yeah. in high school and they always have stores around they always have stuff around but they're never gonna they're never looking like they're gonna be the number one again but they'll no. just be there yeah they're just and they're there their presence yeah. and that's that's okay you don't yeah. have to be the yeah. top brand they you made don't have that to choice be, yeah. exactly and um yeah i mean and then we see the resurgence of brands even in the you know this more urban streetwear like a uh, kind of vein but like fila making their way that, that was big the the hip-hop culture and all that took that in before and then it left for a long time and then it's back again you know like full force now yeah champion mm-hmm. champion yeah they they made a Big bounce, you know, mm-hmm. like champion is always, for me, champion's always just been basic sweats. Yeah. You know? And if you really look at it, what's great about those brands, um, you know, because I work, you know, very near those brands and they didn't really put it on a big celebrity campaign. You know, no, they got the never. right people behind, but they're putting their clothes on the right people now, which are, um, you know, call it what you want, but these influencers are the trendsetters nowadays oh, yeah. on social media. And it's crazy that they get so much flack, man, when it was always those guys around that were making, you know, things hot, you know? Um, they just don't necessarily have to be yeah, singers. And, and, yeah, anymore, exactly. But who do you think those singers and stuff are getting that from? It's the streets, the fans that go to their concerts that they're getting there, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, I was really big. I mean, and then like Crocs are huge right now uh, yeah see that's one i didn't know yeah. i didn't know that was making a comeback yeah and uh, they just got partnered up i don't know who came to who but to do uh crocs with balenciaga is crazy are they doing new styles or no, dude what? the ones that are popular are just the ones are the classic <laughs> clog yeah dude because uh like balenciaga just like super platform that's like six inch platform ones yeah. um but you know but just kind of trolling more than anything yeah, something like that it was also done for like shock value yeah you know? yeah and like i think people more people more open to that you know um and then like a life even did did something with croc so talk about a different <laughs> kind of cosine from across the board and yeah well that's like i said shock value you gotta yeah. you gotta reach and just know like oh, and like exactly this is what you're doing but it was dope because you know how the, the little accessories that go in the crocs um 
uh, yeah, a like did like, huh? They're like little buttons. That yeah, you, that you can put in there. Yeah, yeah they're like gibbets or something. Yeah, but I've, I've um, never put, had a pair of Crocs. Yeah, so I, I've sold them, so you know I know what they're around. But um, but yeah, like, a like did like these uh, like bridges. Like I forgot which bridges, but obviously New York bridges all over the top. Like, That's crazy. And they sold out. I just like was curious if they would sell out. They sold out like instantly because I looked at their page. I'm like, I wonder if they're really and like, damn, they're already out. So shout outs to those guys. And I, I wonder, you know, how much of it that was like foreseen or are they really like just took that last shot in the dark like let's see if we can get back in the mainstream you know like i mean interesting to see there's got to be somebody that was just like yo why not why don't why not mm-hmm. yeah i'd have yeah. to look up his name man i was just i listened to uh jeff staple has a um podcast as well and he had the guy that one of the guys that was brought into fila to get that you know and he was and it was cool because he comes from like that streetware vein where he's telling them like no, we have to release this limited. Like that's the only way it's gonna be hot, you know. And it was yeah. hard for them to, you know, realize that. And he he was even trying to tell them, I know you just brought me in, and we might lose some money at these events, but yeah, but for the, the, long gonna, the run, buzz yeah. that you're gonna generate yeah. from this is gonna be far exactly. more valuable than the money that you make off exactly. of a few extra sales because now people are gonna be paying attention mm-hmm. to what you're doing yep. rather than just getting this one item and moving on. Exactly, and you know, and that's I think definitely what. Uh, What's big, big and, and fun, yeah, because now those even those old advertising marketing cats, they got to change their game because they got to do it differently. Like, yeah. you know, like you said, to approach this new, what's the values of the world now? You know, what's the aesthetic? What are people looking for? Yeah, keeping all, the things, all those things in mind. And like, yeah, you should you should come fuck with our brand. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, like, seeing the ideas that come about in the digital age and, like, ways to reach... Uh, mm-hmm. consumers and ways to like hook people yeah. like, and nowadays a lot of it's done at events and creating mm-hmm. experiences yeah. for people yeah like putting on a live event with some yeah. crazy dope artists you know like why are you sponsoring some this interactive yeah. stuff exactly or yeah just offering some limited something to go with something else well, yeah. yeah even like uh what i was telling you about earlier like i mentioned the the guy from Google, Gopi Kalayo, mm-hmm. he uh, was telling us about this Clinique campaign that, oh, yeah, uh, that was dope. you know, they gave their fans an interactive experience with the artist Zara Larson and shot a video with four different color lipsticks, mm-hmm. same song, yeah. and each song that had a different vibe to match. Yeah, different the aesthetic different beat of the lipstick. Yeah, yeah, different beat, but it's the same song, same mm-hmm. lyrics, just slightly different. Like backing mm-hmm. beat, one was very innocent and slower. Yeah, one was kind of more like bass heavy and mm-hmm. club, you know, bumping. And it was really cool. You can select your vibe, and it, it's just when you give consumers a chance to interact with your product before yeah. they're even really interacting yeah. with it like they remember it mm-hmm. that's great because you know it, it's it's like at one point in in the world when the internet was younger you being able to click the lips and change the color was enough right like yeah. that was cool that was the invention so now you can't just do it like that yeah that's that's all took it to the we next got level face filters all day yeah. on snapchat yeah. and instagram that are mm-hmm. doing far crazy exactly things. so they had to be like all right and then why not enjoy it just have yeah. fun doing it while you're do- yeah so that's oh, and great speaking of filters i mean i know a lot of brands were sponsoring filters on snapchat mm, you know yeah true yeah any event they're doing yeah you could geotag, geotag then you can buy your own yeah, geotagging that's, yeah. that's advertising that's branding mm-hmm. right there like i mean like and that's honestly 
I mean, I'm, I don't do Snapchat really anymore, but what keeps yeah, them no, afloat no, no. is people still go to the Snapchat filters and then put that video on Instagram. <laughs> a multiple people I know do that. So yeah, they inst- still got their lane, you Instagram know? still a little yeah. behind on the filter. It's so thing. funny. Yeah. They got it. But yeah, Snapchat yeah. definitely owns They're that. They're like, no, this is what we did. It's like, you did. And you're doing <laughs> it well did. still. Yeah. So, but that's always good to see that. And yeah. How, how do you keep moving, moving with the times? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you don't even see a lot of interactive music videos in general, let alone, you know, in such a way like that. Yeah, one that comes to mind for me was uh, was many years back. It was actually by Arcade Fire. They had this interactive music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, they collaborated with this dude, Chris Milk, and he used the song, uh, We Used to Wait. Okay. And what, how it worked, you type in your address where you grew up, and then you... Uh, you enter it and it's this video it's like an overhead view of the person like going through the suburbs to or you know wherever Mm -hmm. your house was and then Mm -hmm. like it ends in front of your house and like uses google maps so you see like a little dot like going down through the streets and then it ends in front of your house and you it ends with a google street view yeah of your house it's pretty crazy this is back in like 2009 yeah i was gonna say that seems crazy yeah Yeah. even if i saw it now using html5 so what uh what was it just like on their website then that you would go probably at the time? Yeah. I mean, YouTube oh, yeah. was I had there, a, like but... a dedicated website, oh, thewildernessdowntown.com. Yeah, yeah. If you guys mm. want to check that out, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty crazy. It blew my mind back, back then. Yeah. I mean, st- like you said, and, and yeah, just something different, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it give me a, a different what they way to experience your exactly. music. Yeah. You'd be more willing to, if they say, oh, I'm going to try, we're to try this. I'm like, oh, well you did. That was dope. So let's see what else you got. Yeah, and I, I like that uh, people are, you know, artists namely are creating like more film like or cinema like videos. Mm-hmm. But then there's uh, groups like Brockhampton just creating a different kind of experience yeah. for their listeners by creating a video for like every single song on the record, making it low budget, but, yeah, but really uh, interesting and engaging yeah. without a huge budget. It's crazy. Yeah, probably with a bunch of iPhones at one point, yeah. you know? So. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the their yeah. brand. Yeah, exactly. And it just works. And yeah. it just pushes them to, like you, like you said, like, how do we keep doing it like this? You know, that's, yeah. a, de- that's a dedicating type of thing to every yeah. song. Pretty oh, much yeah. yeah. And the other thing that's kind of crazy is they kind of like self-branded themselves mm. as a boy band. Yeah. You know, they're like, we're a boy band, you know, like yeah. we get to choose what you call us, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, this is the category you're going to put us under. Yeah, and that's uh, taking ownership of your your own brand. You know, mm-hmm. so they're in, I believe they're independent. I, they probably have some kind of record deal by now. But yeah, but yeah, it was just cool when they had that show on on a. I don't know if it was Vice or Web, but that was cool. They had their thing on there. They would talk about how they got together and Brockhampton did. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was called. I don't. Know, I don't think it was called Brockhampton, but it might have been. But yeah, it was cool because yeah, you just like how they got together from like Kanye chat rooms oh, yeah, and shit yeah. like that. That's yeah, crazy. it's just cool. It just shows you like, man, now that's your brand, and they can stick with. They came, they came together in such a crazy way. They can make all the other rules yeah. too, you know. So yeah, like cool you don't they, get to dictate any of their moves. You yeah, can't, you can't have some exec come in and try to be a, a decision maker exactly. in that. Uh, you know, crew. Yeah, there. I think that's a di- big part of it. Not only on, on your side of like how do you keep building the brand, but making sure that. The choices you make match what what you want that brand to be, not just because it's a convenient situation or, you know, and I think bigger brands also are realizing that as well. It's like, hey, if we are going to be able to collaborate them, we have to make it seem like it won't make them look corny, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. and I think uh, for 
the most part, a lot of these big brands realize that these days. Yeah. They realize the power of influencer marketing and that mm -hmm. people will get behind a product more because of a stands behind that product. Yeah, or you, exactly. you know, like they were using it regardless or whatever. And now they just, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. When it comes to makeup or sports, especially, you know, if you, if someone, if you see something that helps that guy or that girl get that result and you're like, all right. And they're co-signing for it. Yeah. No, it's funny that you, you named a brand like vice and mm -hmm. you know, it like a brand like vice it's, has its own reputation and mm -hmm. you can expect a particular kind of programming from yeah. vice, you know, mm -hmm. but then after doing a little research, you'll actually find out that vice is owned by Disney. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. And Disney is just one of those brands where it's like, dude, Disney is everywhere yeah. and it's, it's touching more bigger. than you even know. It owns like a third of TV and now they have their own streaming service. Yeah. Is that, it, is that live yet? Disney Plus? I don't know, I, I don't know if it is live yet, but I know it's... I haven't seen any ads if, for it. So. I, I, I saw one the other day yeah. on Instagram. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, it's, it's, coming. it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, Disney is ESPN, ABC, yeah, Lucasfilm, Marvel. Isn't yeah. it 20th Century Fox now? Isn't that... I don't know. Fucking... Could be. But I mean, that's what's even better because, like, not only are we gonna take that, now we can put all that stuff in our parks. Like, you know what I mean? That, that's yeah, ugh, it's so yeah. So yeah, yeah, and Pixar, obviously, you know. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, I need to go to the park again now with all yeah. the new things they got there. It's yeah, the Star Wars yeah. Oh, yeah, thing that definitely. that just looks too dope to you know. Mm -hmm. Disney is real expensive to visit. Man, that's just like $200 a day now. <laughs> that's that's absurd. It's because they're trying to get people. They're trying to stop people from going. That's like the only reason why they raise the prices because <laughs> people won't stop coming. Like it's crazy. Like for real. Like we're trying to make it better for you guys. That's insane. Like, yeah, that's a wild reason to do it. Like no, there's no way people are gonna keep coming at the dude traffic. They're coming. I remember one time uh, when I was living down in LA, mm -hmm. I went to Disneyland on uh, Leap Day. Mm. And they were open for 24 hours that day. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. That's tight. Yeah, and. It was insane. I went early because they opened like earlier than mm -hmm. the park had opened. So no. I was like, you know, I'm going to get ahead of this and like go early and be yeah, able to just, just get on all this stuff. Yeah. Dude, by like 3 p.m., the park was at capacity and there was a line like f a Try mile long yeah. outside. Insane. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. That's the power of yeah. the Disney brand. The park, yeah. the amusement park, Disneyland. They said you could be here Hit all capacity. Night. 3 a.m. Capacity. Yeah, they, I don't. People probably didn't get in that day. They for sure for didn't real, get in that day. Man, I spent the whole day outside of Disneyland. <laughs> that's wild. But yeah, I mean, but they, I mean, that's just genius. They don't, you don't have to do anything for Leap Day, but you did, and then you crushed it. You know, like man. Yeah, twenty four hours, pretty insane. I don't, I don't even know if they'll do that again. They're probably yeah. like, yeah, that was too much, guys. Because they had twenty four hours for something else. Their anniversary, uh, like they're like, I don't know, whatever yeah. big anniversary just passed, they did twenty four hours. Yeah, D Disney's one of those brands that just has. Yeah. fans that are just mm -hmm. over the top i mean all you know fandoms can have their extremes yeah. but disney disney's pretty nuts yeah well it's great because it's generational you know we all have our own mickey yeah. memories and disneyland memories and then you still share it with your peers or your, your elders or whatever or the kids that you're bringing now and you still mm. relate to them. It's just their character they're looking for is different yeah. than the characters we were looking for. I mean, and they, their brand is really mm. largely about magic. 
Yeah. yeah. Creating magic for people. I mean, obviously they have all those sub brands, which, you know, have their own thing going on, but like the Disney brand yeah. itself. Yeah. I'll tell you about magic. Shout out Disney. Send us some tickets, yeah. man. One of those crazy brands that's, yeah, Disney's one of those top six or whatever, top six next that, to just have everything. Time Warner. Yeah. You know, that's another big one. It does everything. Comcast owns everything. Yeah. Uh, News Corp, that's like Fox and all that shit, you know. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch, motherfucker. <laughs> Sony. There, there you go. Brand that I brought up. Not only are yeah. they in fucking electronics, they are a huge part of the entertainment industry. Yeah. So definitely. That's that's crazy how a brand can do that, can transcend yeah. industries. Yeah. There's not many that do that. Yeah. They don't let you no more because only these six people doing it. Yeah. Sony, uh, Samsung. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because that's the thing that's crazy too. Like outside of the U.S., like the phone, it, it's Apple, but then it's bunch of asian brands that run the you know market the communications outside of the u.s you know yeah is there any other brands that are in like the entertainment industry and then like also electronics that's kind of mm. crazy because yeah, yeah the samsung is, has like multiple product lines you know they yeah have, probably yeah oh and then uh, also samsung to tie this back to damon john was the first uh person or organization to lend damon john money to fulfill his first big clothing order hmm. that's, so, right. that's pretty interesting yeah, yeah he, got, he said he got turned down by 27 banks wow before he let his mom put out an ad in the paper yeah. looking for funding wow that's crazy yeah. luckily he did yeah man and samsung came and was like yo we'll yeah. handle handle your manufacturing distribution but you got to sign a five-year deal and sell three million dollars worth yeah of clothing in five yeah. years and he's just like okay like you know obviously you say yes you know you yeah know? exactly he's like oh yeah, i don't he, know if i can you yeah, know you get turned no. out 27 times don't, don't you know? doubt yourself exactly but, but that's the thing but he had to deliver you know and then yeah, he, he learned whatever you learned from that what? deal. he fucking over delivered he said yeah. he sold 30 million oh wow three months wow. or something like that yeah, yeah. And they're like all right and that's the thing. That's a big risk from Samsung, you know? Like, yeah. you don't know Unproven. what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, no, but they also saw the purchase order. So yeah, that, yeah. They okay. at least so, had that. Like, yeah. he wrote a purchase order for a million dollars at Magic oh, at, in Vegas. Like, And they didn't even have a booth at the time. Yeah. They had a, a display set up in their hotel room. So they would go down so, and be like, hey, yo, we got this FUBU. It's yeah. in our hotel room. Want to come? See, they signed purchase orders out of a hotel room. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah, like, don't worry about it. If you can't get a booth, obviously, obviously that'd be great. But he still found a way, you know. That's, yeah, that's yeah, where there is a will. Mm -hmm. I know we touched on uh, resurgence of brands, mm -hmm. stuff like Fila, um, yeah. Crocs. Champion, Crocs. <laughs> but when is the time where a brand had a failed resurgence, or just like failed to adopt mm -hmm. uh, to the modern market? Yeah. And the one that definitely came to our mind first was Blockbuster, man. Yeah. And that was a huge part of our growing up. Like, yeah. that was the That brand. was the place yeah. to rent a movie. Yeah. Like, if you, yeah, if you didn't see it in theaters, you, there's a very, very good chance yeah. you went to Blockbuster. There was Blockbuster. less people, there was less places more popping, or, or not many yeah. places more popping than there's a Blockbuster Boutique video Friday stores, night, you know obviously. Yeah, for you know? sure. But Blockbuster had the selection, you yeah. know, like, and the inventory. They would have multiples yeah. of new releases. And Imagine, man, I remember those days when something was sold out. Like, oh, I can't get <laughs> oh, it, no. you know? Like, every Blockbuster's oh. out. That's so wild. I don't get to watch this tonight. 
how spoiled are we now man oh shit uh, I used to rent hella old like wrestling videos man that was like my jam <laughs> there like that's all I would ask we're like yes you get your new movie but let me get this little old school <laughs> WWF yeah man that's so crazy yeah, <laughs> you rented out video of games too they rented video games yeah as well. they did yeah I definitely did that and then they sold some stuff you know it wasn't huge yeah. but they had their inventory there for that yeah and they sold snacks and stuff like yep. that you yeah have, have movie night you know yeah exactly yeah I mean that was a huge thing yeah um, and, and now, then yeah, we just still, Netflix and chilling. Yep. There's still movie nights, but that could be any night, yeah. any time, at any place. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't could have to be leave at the house. house. Yeah, and you could be not at the house and still have yeah. a streaming service hook you up. Man, it's so wild. Um, yeah, Blockbuster did try to get on that streaming train, yeah. but it was just too yeah. little, too yeah. late. Like, I don't think they realized the amount of money they needed to put that way. You know, yeah. they're I mean, like, oh, it's going to be another thing, but we're fine. You know, yeah, like, I mean, oh, most yeah. of you probably know that Netflix started as a DVD by mail mm -hmm. service before it was a streaming giant yeah. but and they were yeah that was a small fish back then yeah. you know but the thing is that they knew that where the market was heading and they knew mm -hmm. that streaming was coming and they were prepared for it yeah that you know they knew that they had to uh you know, do what they could at the time to build a business, build yeah, a brand. The world See, they, wasn't ready yeah, they for were building. Yeah. And they did sell gradually, but once streaming came, they just took over because yeah. Blockbuster was way too slow and they yeah. were well, trying to. Well, at first, they wanted the money. You had the Netflix box, yeah. right? You know, where you had that's how they started streaming, right? And then. Well, the DVD by mail yeah. is, is how it started. No, well, yeah. I mean, not by how it started, but how they started the streaming, where you got like a device that you oh, actually really? got. Yeah, I believe so. I think it was Netflix, but a couple of people were like that. Where that's like how oh, they yeah, tested like, it. Yeah, because like what, where else would you have? Yeah, there was no app streaming like that. service. Yeah. yeah, there was no streaming devices. Yes, yeah, there's exactly. no Apple TVs. No, exactly. So that's uh, how Amazon it Fire first. Sticks mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Exactly. No so smart TVs weren't really around yep. yet. So yeah, so yeah, they, they, I mean, they saw, and, and that's that, that's I think big that we haven't touched on yet is like when you're building your brand up or like when you want to continue it is see what else is going on in the world to realize what's more important, you know, like yeah. do I need a factory to make DVDs or do I need technology yeah. and you know, and it's also important to realize like when to make the yeah. transition, you know, like. Yeah. Because they, they did it right. Like, they built their brand. Mm -hmm. They're like, all right, the market's not ready for streaming yet. Yeah. Uh, it's still cheap to do DVDs, yeah, so let's continue we want our name this. in there. Yeah. yeah, we want to be associated with this. With movies. Yep. Yeah, we want to be associated with Yeah, they still offered a movies. great service they through the mail. They still offer DVD yeah. ma by mail. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure That's it's crazy. still in existence. And it's right here in the Bay Area. Fremont, yeah. I think, is one of their mm. big distribution centers. But it makes sense. There's people that just want to keep it that way, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, but I that's mean a, Redbox is still a thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're popping. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It was just kind of crazy. It was yeah, my mother. They're everywhere. Yeah. But it makes sense because, yeah, they're like, well, I don't, I just, some people like the motion of that, like movie night kind of thing though, too. Like <laughs> the, I, I, I got the DVD. Yeah, it's motion just part, of, yeah, it's just part of the dinner we did. So yeah, that's awesome though. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but still in the same way, yeah, like Netflix is like, well, we can't just open up a video place and do that. That's already locked down. Yeah. So how do we do it? You mail it. You don't put as many restrictions on time yeah. limits of having and it. You, you don't know? have to invest in all this real estate, yeah. having a physical store open. You don't have to hire employees. Yeah. To weren't you talking it. about, um, like how much it costs to ship a yeah. DVD? Yeah. And, and that's how they tested the, the model was by just buying a DVD, taking it out of the case, mm -hmm. putting it in an envelope, make sure it arrived in one piece and yep. not damaged. Yep. And it costed like less than a dollar 
to do that the light bulb mm-hmm. you know moment and now they're making movies man yeah and all yeah. that and Imagine series that. and you yeah. think that those founders of netflix wow. ever imagined like that it would lead to owning and operating yeah. their own studios and yeah. producing really like emmy award yeah. winning yeah. content yeah, it's not. There's no slight on it. It's just their version of what they do. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. and now they're kind of taking it one further, and they're not even just movies anymore. They're producing TV series. Yeah. They got like reality television yeah, got shows, competition on shows. Demand. Yeah, they have sitcoms. Netflix, bringing back. They brought back Full House. Put us on. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Check man. out our YouTube channel. We yeah, can we'll produce the quality, high quality content exactly. and stuff that people want. Yeah. And, and that's just, also what we really do money. like about them. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They're looking for people like yeah. us. Hopefully, yeah, out they there, pay creators. So, they they yeah. do and they I've heard nothing but good things about the way yeah. they do business with creatives. They're yeah. very hands off. They know when something's working right, mm-hmm. and they'll just be like, "Here, here's money. Yeah. Do what you're doing because that's working." Yeah, yeah, because that's important when you want to sit down with these people. They say, "Look, man, we're coming to you because of what you're doing." Yeah. You know, and it's that's like said, personal that's, brand. Yeah, from our side, we would love that to be able to keep the control. You know, like that's what any creative is yeah. looking for. I think, and be know? able to even take it to the next level. You know, mm-hmm. like you've seen what we can do with no budget. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, we're out here exactly. with no budget. Exactly, <laughs> and put it together. Yeah, so we we're out here no budgeting. Yeah. Give us a budget. We exactly. Yeah, shameless plug on our production crew. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, support quality. We're out here. Yeah, uh, some other brands or or you know stores that couldn't really keep up with modern times. Big box toy stores. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it uh, yeah it changed very quickly for yeah. them. The death of Toys R Us. What, yeah. was, that? was that this year? Um, or was it I last think maybe year? late last year, yeah. Because yeah. nope. I think cause for the holidays, they had like pop-ups, so I think it was before last year. Yeah, yeah. pretty crazy, yeah. you know? But the you know the toy stores just couldn't keep up. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a, it kind of touched back to, like, the, the way things are going. Like you said, like, you have to know what's going on in the world, and, like, kids, how they entertain themselves are changing. Yeah. And then also how they're getting it. Like you said, yeah, Walmart was like, well, we'll just carry toys. Well, yeah, and it's Target that way, if Walmart does it, like, it's one less stop that yeah, somebody has to exactly, make. You know, like, exactly. You don't have to go to a separate store just yeah, to get a toy. For sure. You know, like, you can be grocery shopping, you can buy, like, home improvement, yeah. you can buy clothing or whatever you need to buy at Walmart. Yep. And, and you can get a gift for your, whatever yeah. kid's birthday party or Christmas, whatever. Make it easy. And, you know, and that's the thing, I mean, and uh, of course, like what we have, like, you, like you said, like the hobby type shows, uh, stores and collectible places, but yeah, yeah they, they didn't change, yeah, they didn't sure. change their model and it, it, it suffered, you know? And yeah. And that's the cool thing. There's always going to be room for small business mm-hmm. and even small business. They have their own brands and reps yeah. to maintain. Yeah. I mean, there's places that prefer having one location or whatever because that's what they feel comfortable doing and that's their brand and that's that's what we want out there too you know there's yeah. we're fans of those kind of places for sure you know yeah and that actually brings me to a good point like i had some company from out of town i took my friend to a small brewery buffalo mm-hmm. bills in hayward and yeah. they don't even distribute their beers outside of their place yeah. that's they, so they produce really good beers for a place that's been doing it before yeah, the for boom a long time before the long, boom before and they still the don't do the boom. modeling that's crazy they i didn't still, know that I, I if they do distribute it's very, it's very local like, yeah very small uh small batch yeah small batch yeah yeah. they do not it's not in your store yeah Yeah. it's micro and it stays that way yeah and they're doing fine it's always been doing fine yeah so it's not yeah it's just you know don't get yeah like once again staying to their brand if your brand is to be in every single store then do that you know if this is how they want to function and they can do it well yeah you know i don't want to venture too far into this topic but uh branding is 
huge in the craft beer industry. Mm-hmm. Like there is so much craft beer being produced with all these names, like barrel aged sour, you know, yeah. tart, whatever. Yeah, just the types, yeah. let alone. I hate, like a million different hazy IPAs mm-hmm. now. Like mm-hmm. how do you keep up and how do you entice customers to try your product over another and it's the branding because they see cans and bottles on the shelf yeah and it has to be eye-catching because there's not a high likeliness that they're going to be able to taste that product unless it's being served at that establishment yeah and but if you're yeah because like if you're going just to a store and you see a bunch of beer on the shelf and you try something new Mm -hmm. it's all in the branding yeah well shout out to even like uh sabo talked about it with the hanu lab you know like he was you know, after talking to his wife and all that, like, they're like, no, like we go to brands because of how it looks, you know? So he had to realize he had the technology and the quality yeah. of product he wanted, but he had to have the brand matching, yeah. you know? And yeah, it's the same kind of principle mm-hmm. with the, uh, you know, cannabis as it is with, yeah, with, everything's uh, booming. Yeah, so how do you, how you do you can't oftentimes sent, like sample these products before. Yeah. So the name's gotta them. be dope. So yeah. you have to commit to it before you can try it. And exactly. yeah, people are going to go with something that, a product that looks relatable to mm-hmm. them, like yep. to their lifestyle, to their aesthetic, exactly. like something that looks pleasing to the eye. Yeah, something sleek. It's huge. Yeah, for sure. But the other part to that is once you've hooked your customer mm-hmm. or consumer, you got to deliver on the quality yeah. aspect because yeah, you can yeah. entice somebody, but if you're not delivering the yeah. other half of the equation, exactly. then there you're not gonna get return business exactly. yeah exactly like they might stop in and take yeah. a look but once they sit down you better you know you better keep them there or you know there's that's a million also, other people trying to get their attention yeah that's that's a big principle of advertising too when you uh create an ad mm-hmm. like yes you want to make it enticing and then but once you get the engagement with that ad you have to deliver the goods yeah. like yeah. if you get somebody to your website from a, a social media ad or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You have to How have they what they're looking for. Yeah. Like you have to have the deal. And if you mm-hmm. don't have that, yeah. Like if you're painting another picture in an ad and they come to your website, everything's sold out or something like that. Yep. Or just like exactly. you're portraying something that you're totally like and your yeah. website is totally something else. You lost your customer in, in that funnel. Like exactly. Know where your brand is, know what you can deliver on when you get those looks. You want people looking, but how many of you do you want, do you really want looking at you if you can't fulfill that? You <laughs> exactly. know, exactly. So, so know how big you want yeah, to advertise. That can to. affect you, that yeah. can have the adverse effect because exactly. if you got too many people looking and then yeah. you can't deliver, then they're gonna talk about the fact that you can deliver. And if a lot of people are talking about the fact that you can deliver, yeah. It you're you're yeah. married. Yeah. Like, exactly. No one's gonna no one's mm. going to take you seriously. Again. Exactly. Don't say that you could go international if you can't or whatever it may be, you know, and it's fine. Know where you are, but yeah, like, yeah, that's huge too. Know where you are in, in that, in that chain of, of, of sponsors and ads and marketing. That's crazy. How, yeah, how, how big one person can change the whole game. You know, like, like you said, with these resurrections of some of these brands, just bringing the right person in and just, yep. yeah. And you think it's the might of touch. Like, man, they had to research all this and they have to know, but it's great. Like you said, even with, um, like going from FUBU to Shark Tank to whatever, like yeah. you have to be ready. You, you you have to have that person that can do that. Not anyone can just do that, no. you know? And no. yeah. And he just keeps taking all the information he's learned and applying yeah. to the future. And you have to recognize when something is, you, you have to be ready to let go. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like a streetwear brand and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it started, it's, 
starts to portray a particular lifestyle or yeah. a particular image. And then when culture shifts, yeah. like the, exactly. the brand isn't always, you know, it's not made for, yeah, it's not it's made not for made them that. Yeah. that. And if you try to push it too hard, mm-hmm. it ceases to be what for it was sure. originally about. And yeah, while that can work for some things like, mm-hmm. you know, like Nike and stuff like they have staying power because they're performance yeah. stuff. And the name doesn't say too much. Yeah. And even their slogans don't say too much about but, what they can deliver. Yeah. yeah. But when you're trying to portray something a little more niche, yeah, like, and that niche doesn't really translate to modern, like it, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't work. Like you ain't <laughs> to date myself, but you're not going to like, you can't get no jean coat, skinny jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't work. Like your lane was super baggy. It's going to be very hard to reverse that. You know what I'm saying? And like, imagine if somebody had that dude, I'd go, oh, I'm bringing it back. Let's yeah. bring it back. <laughs> shot, dude. Shot. Yeah. Let's just go Jinko. thrifting. Let's, do it. let's try to find oh all God. the jinkos we can find oh and tailor them to skinny jeans. Yeah. You could get one for yourself and probably make three jeans currently that you would really wear. <laughs> at your, that's so yeah, great. but you need that pocket. Oh uh, yeah, that's you true. You got to have the pocket graphic. Right, you're yeah, right. That's kind of crucial part of jinkos. All right. Shout us out, jinko. We're ready to collab. You know what I mean? Come through. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, that's what I'm saying. It only takes the, it takes the right yeah. influencer to yeah. put them on. I mean, that's why um, I'd have to look up her name again. But um, she works for Reebok and she does like some uh, some graphic design work. But how she really got put on was she was just doing um, repurposing like anything, dude. Man, I gotta find her name. But like she would put an ice tray on top of a pair of slides as like the strap on top. Like some of it wasn't to sell. She just like, liked to make fun. <laughs> yeah. Get creative. Yeah. With it. And, and, but hella people would ask her to, um, to make stuff for them. Here we go. Her name is Nicole McLaughlin. I think she works might with Adidas as well. It's the same brand anyway, but look at her page, dude. Like for instance, she has a sushi boat, it's called Shushi, and it's a sandal, but it's got like a six... Yeah. But yeah, and she's just doing it as fun, but she did an art installation for it. Nice. And yeah. even that, she's like, I'm actually not selling any of this. Like, I don't... Everyone... And like, they're like begging her for to, to yeah. make money, but she's like, no, nah, like, I, something about this keeps it, you know, uh, keeps my brand that way, you know? And yeah. she's like, I'm, lo- I'm be happy to collab with people, but yeah, when like, you this do is for me, you know? One thing, yeah, just I think the, uh, like a big example of that is Virgil Abloh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah just really put his stamp on already super popular products yeah but just did his thing to him yeah i mean she'd make water for evian and like do ikea like dude that's crazy you know all off the the strength of that i mean obviously he's been around the game for a while but to build his name like that except he did try to like uh copyright um quotation so i didn't like that like come (laughs) on bro you know what i'm saying but (laughs) something like that you try to get uh, but hey you can't blame him for trying no no exactly yeah exactly i I would wait yeah i'm not mad about him trying mad if they would have let him but (laughs) but yeah exactly dude built his built his he built his brand on his own and then whatever he does with nike obviously is gold right now um so who doesn't want to mess yeah, with him? You know, stuff with Louis Vuitton. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, recently. yeah. He became yeah because of all the strength of what he was doing before. But yeah, it's good to see that, and I don't mind putting your little mark on whatever you do. Like if that's your thing, why why go yeah. away from it? Like yeah. it's not for me necessarily. Yeah. But the I'm ones not, that are fans of it are obviously I'm not out here buying off lights. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to buy off lo- lights, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. But I I respect what it does. Those rugs are cool. You know, it just says rug on it. <laughs> I love. <laughs> but it's like I like that ironically. Yeah, like, irony, yeah. yeah, it's like okay. Well, since we are talking about quality and branding uh, for support quality, what is a brand that 
has been quality for you lately? It was hard for me to think of at first, but really what jumped in my mind because he's everywhere I look is uh, Travis Scott, man. Like he does just dope stuff. Good music. You know, I'm not a fan of everything he does, but I like it. It vibes well. Um, he did cereal with Reese's, you know what I mean? His, his Jordans <laughs> yeah, are always like sold out. Collabs. Yeah. You know, he did a, his own Jersey, you know, and he's just like, and then I have not yet gone to a show, but I hear great things about his shows. Yeah. I, and I see some of the, the footage and it's, it's an experience. Yeah. My good friend just said the same thing. Like, yeah. Cat, I'm like, not really a fan of Travis Scott, but and checked it out. I, yeah. Stumbled over to his yeah. stage at a festival and mm-hmm. he happened to be putting on one of the best shows, mm-hmm. like just bringing that energy. Yeah. And, and those then vibes. Exactly. And part of his campaign of like, um, selling his merchandise was, you know, you get a free CD with, if you buy a hoodie or something like that of that nature, or like you, you, to get a, able to get a ticket, you have to buy a, a some Piece apparel, but whatever, but oh, well, people yeah, did it. That, yeah. Now yeah. you got a cool, exactly. Uh, and it looked cool. Exactly. And at least he, and yes, exactly. And they look cool too, which is great. Like that's the part is he's putting his foot into all these different things, but he's doing it well. You know, it's one thing yeah. to spread yourself thin, but the brand and it all looks cool. Like, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm a little younger than what my taste, but it's, it's great. I like it from afar, you know, so, shout yeah, out to Travis Scott. Next yeah, time sure. I see your name on a festival that I'm attending or yeah, we're going to go to your stage. for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to that set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What? But yeah. And, what we're doing here, we're just trying to grow our own brand. Exactly. And, you know, it's a slow build, but when you go about it, exactly. you build your brand little by little, you know? Yeah, we see the growth. You know, we're, we we appreciate, like, like we always talk about the feedback. We um, like to do what we're doing. And, I mean, you know, of course, part of it is, you know, we have a lot of friends of ours checking out what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. But... Always. We hear the word quality, get, get, yeah, that, that gets like, oh, it is really well produced. And, you know, a lot of a lot of people recognize it. So we realize if we're going to put our, our name as that to start with, we better deliver with some quality stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. Whether it's the quality people, the quality content. Yeah. Quality all around. Yeah. Man, there, there's no it. room for low quality in that these days. Yeah. So, like. We have everything at our fingertips and yeah. short attention spans. Yeah. So and that's where we kind of like to live our lives anyway. You know, Chris and I like to have, have nice things, eat nice things, you yeah. know, enjoy have nice things. Have a good time. Yeah. Always searching for good vibes. Yeah. So we hope we can deliver those to you guys as well. And that's what we're doing out here. Yeah. Tell us what brands you're into. What to... Yeah, what are you missing out on? Yeah, to, what, you know? what things do we not know about? Yeah, because definitely, like like we talk about, our lane is certain things which you can tell from our content we talk about. But what are we not talking about that is dope that we need to check For out? Real? Yeah, we're open to that. Yeah, what what brings quality to your life that we haven't discussed yet? Exactly, we're open to it. We want to know more. Yeah, Hopefully, but, get a guest on that can talk about those things too. Yeah, and I'm absolutely sure there will be. But, yeah, we got some quality content coming up. Mm-hmm. I keep mentioning new uh, merch, so I'm gonna get on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. We gotta, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you'll you'll know about it. I'm gonna message everyone. I'm gonna DM everyone. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm doing cold hey. calls. I'm calling everyone in my in my in my uh, phones Rolodex. I'm calling them skinny jinkos. Be ready. <laughs> be ready for the movement. It's coming. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that'd be so great. I need to learn how to sew first, but let's do it. Let's go. Shout out to FBCC. Teach me a thing or two. Yeah. No, I definitely have uh, a few friends that uh, can (laughs) help out with that. So uh, if you're listening, I'm going to be calling upon you (laughs) in the near future where we're going to do this. Yeah. Follow us at Quality Goods TV on Instagram. Yep. Yep. 
you can find links to our YouTube channel, to our merch. All that. Yeah. Pop sockets. Pop sockets, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More YouTube content soon. Always Basically. podcast content. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm at Young Man Old Souls on IG. Pretty much that's where you can find me. Yeah. I am at Mr. Beatty. Follow me if you want to see me developing my personal brand. I haven't always been the strongest doing this. I've mm-hmm. I've only recently decided that I needed to strengthen that, mm-hmm. you know. I, if I was smart, I would have done a long time ago. But, you know, I, before <laughs> but like I... like you said, we, yeah. we have reasons to keep going, right? Yeah, before so. I was producing content, I... I, I liked to chill. I, I didn't want to be plugged into social media super mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Would it have benefited me now? Sure. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm developing we are. my exactly. personal brand We're now. We're com- continually growing. Yes. So check us out. Yeah. Thank you for your continued support. Yeah. You can also support us on anchor.fm slash quality. My bad. Anchor.fm slash QGPod. You can donate to us if you mm-hmm. are feeling what we're doing. You know, you yeah. don't have to, but we we will feel the love. Exactly. Yeah, in our hearts and in our bank account. Mm-hmm. And, all, and all it will is go to bring you guys more dope quality content. It so. does. It doesn't go in my pockets, guys. It, go, it gets reinvested. These skinny jean jean codes <laughs> are going to be budgeted differently. We have our own account for that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so. If you want to donate to us there, that's dope. Hell yeah. And I'll send you a personal thank you in your DMs. Yeah, and don't be afraid to repost. If you're listening, we love to see that you're listening. Let somebody else know. If there's a part of the podcast you liked, shout it out. We'll definitely repost. We always do. Yeah. But uh, until the next one, we are out.